It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, yes, we all agree. Tyus Jones is a priority. If you can bring Tyus Jones back, you do so in a flash. But if the Grizzlies are unable to bring Tyus Jones back to Memphis, what do they do? Free agency starts Thursday. We're going to run through some names of who the Grizzlies could potentially go after at the backup point guard position coming up next on Locked On Grizzlies. Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Grizzlies. I am your host, DeMichael Cole. First off, we appreciate you for each and every day making Locked On Grizzlies one of your first listens or watches. And we appreciate you whether you're tuning in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. It doesn't matter. Wherever you like to get your podcast, wherever you like to watch, Locked On Grizzlies, we're going to be there. So we appreciate you for tuning in. Make sure you continue to like, comment, uh, subscribe, and all those great things to our content. We have a lot of more uh, great content coming this summer, and one of the best parts about the summer is free agency. We're getting closer to that point. Thursday evening, 5 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Eastern is when negotiations can technically begin, but we know that's kind of a loosely used term in the NBA, as we see uh, with yesterday's news with John Wall potentially planning to sign with the Los Angeles Clippers. So he he isn't free yet. So John Wall potentially signing with the Clippers. How how did that get out? How did that get out? Exactly. So what, what, but first and foremost, uh, the Grizzlies, we're here to talk about the Grizzlies, about the Clippers. We're not here to talk about John Wall and all those things. We're here to talk about how the Grizzlies can go from being the number two seed in the West 
winning 56 games and losing in six games against the Golden States in, in Golden State in the Western Conference semifinals to one up in that and bringing a championship back to Memphis. Because that's the goal, right? That's the goal clearly stated by Zach Kleiman as, as the GM. That's what Taylor Jenkins wants. John Morant and the rest of the team, they talk about it all the time. The goal is clear in Memphis. It's it's championship or bust. All the good, you know, uh, you know, days of hey, the Grizzlies won 50 games. We're, we're, it was a great season. That's that's over. Championship or bust is the expectation in Memphis. And now, one of the biggest places where the Grizzlies need to make sure they are at a championship level is the backup point guard position. So let's take a look at the, the current state of that position. Going into last season, Tyus Jones firmly entrenched in that role. He's been firmly entrenched in that role the last four seasons. He has played really well. Tyus Jones has been steady as they come as the back the point guard for the Grizzlies. Led the NBA once again in assists to turnover ratio. He's been heaven sent for the Grizzlies. Three seasons in Memphis. Every year in Memphis, he has led the NBA in assists to turnover ratio. This was the best season yet. Uh, he, he was great as a starter. Uh, the Grizzlies, I believe, had a 19-4 and record with Tyus Jones in the regular season as the starting point guard, and they flourished. It was a different brand of style, the way they played in terms of more up-tempo, up uh, as evidenced by the win against OKC, you know, when they blew, made an NBA record, you know, NBA record blowout, uh, beat OKC in that game. And, and scored over 150 points. It's evident by the playoff game against Golden State when the Grizzlies were down 3-1 and had their biggest margin of defeat in a playoff game in franchise history when they blew the doors off of Golden State in that game. Tyus Jones is a difference maker. He is someone you want to be back in Memphis, but we've talked about this over and over again. The thing about Tyus Jones in that situation is it's out of the Grizzlies' control. We talk time and time again. Everyone, I can think, is pretty much in agreement. You want to bring Tyus Jones back, right? Right. You want to bring Tyus Jones back. Great backup point guard. Chemistry perspective, the guys love him. He's a great guy. He's one of the best to interview uh, from the media perspective. Uh, he gives great insight as well. And, you know, just, just a kind, you know, gentle guy. So all around great fit on this Grizzlies team. But – the question is, does Tyus Jones want to come back and be a backup? Because the thing about the Grizzlies is John Morant is your starting point guard for the foreseeable future. Tyus Jones doesn't start unless he gets hurt pretty much. Because even in the if the shooting guard were to go down because people talk about, oh, start Tyus and, and Ja together, not start them together, but playing them together, it's kind of tough to see that happening more because the thing about it is the Grizzlies have, are so deep on the wing and this draft kind of – created more depth there it's it's not a lot of room to play those guys to, together because right now you have Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks who can play the two guard position you have uh John Conchar who can move there as well but those guys Dylan Brooks John Conchar Zaire Williams uh David Roddy uh Jake Laravia so many guys can play that three position and it's just it's a lot of rocks roster flexibility to the point where where do you play Tyus and John together that leads to the question, does Jai, I mean, does Tyus even want to be back? Tyus could get a deal in free agency north of $12, 13000000 a year, well above the, the mid-level exception, and 
he could be given a starter role. Think about it. Put yourself in that shoes. If you're guaranteed a starting position somewhere, you get the keys to an offense and you get more money and you probably get long-term value with that. That's another question. Will the Grizzlies long-term Tyus Jones uh, turn that down? So with that being said, we're talking about the current landscape. We're talking about Tyus Jones. Right now, Tyus Jones technically isn't on the Grizzlies roster. Who is on the Grizzlies roster is recent draft pick Kennedy Chandler. So I've had some questions and people have said, hey, should they just make Kennedy Chandler the backup point guard? And I've, I've talked about this, you know, when we were doing some of our draft prep episodes. So uh, a lot of you locked on Grizzlies viewers, you've probably heard uh, this sentiment from me before. And that's with Kennedy Chandler. For one, I, I went to the University of Tennessee. I've seen Kennedy Chandler play for a long time, being that I'm from Memphis. I think Kennedy Chandler is good. Don't get me wrong here. I think Kennedy Chandler is really good. But the fact that one ankle injury, one sprained ankle for John Morant would lead to a rookie starting point guard for the Grizzlies in what is going to be an ultra-competitive Western Conference, I just I can't agree with that notion in year one. I think you, there are plenty point guard options, and we're going to get to some names. We're going to go over a list of names on this episode of Locked on Grizzlies. We're going to get to a list of names of potential point guards who should be available for short-term short deals, uh, one-year deal, two-year deals, uh, that you can say, hey, Kennedy, we love what you bring to the table. Learn behind this guy, learn behind Ja, and you can potentially match him up, you know, play him in the second unit with the other point guard. In second units, you see a lot of multi-point guard lineups of more in the NBA today. So play play two guys together. Kennedy Chandler, one thing about him is, you know, people wondered about him playing off the ball in the NBA. But if you go look at his tape at Tennessee, he played off the ball at times. So there is tape of him playing off the ball and exceeding in that role as well. So overall, it's an experience thing. The Grizzlies are just in a, a competitive situation right now where – Two years ago, no problem. Start Kennedy at backup point guard right now because you know eventually he's going to be good enough to really excel in that role. But in a way, the Grizzlies don't have time for a lot of on-the-court growing pains with the goals that they have. And it's more so just because, you know, there are good veteran options out here that we're going to get to. Really good, solid veteran options out there. One year, two years behind those guys. Kennedy Chandler in year two, year three, be ready to go. Uh, as the backup point guard of this Grizzlies offense, and I fully believe he'll excel, but giving him the keys in year one uh, to that role is 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 not – I don't think that's what the Grizzlies want or I don't think it's what they will do in this situation. Again, it's no knock on Kenny Chandler. I think he's going to really excel in that role from a long-term perspective, but right now it's it's best-case scenario. You know, it's like throwing a rookie quarterback in the NFL in the fire. Point guard is the hardest position to learn. You're learning your position and you're learning what everyone else has to do. I'm learning the speed of the game and how to get the guys the ball in those spots. There's a lot to take in there. And Kennedy Chandler is more than capable of doing that. But time will tell if he's given that role, if it's Tyus Jones or if it's someone else. So speaking of someone else, there are, there's a couple guys who I think stand above the pack if we want to talk about free agent point guard options. Two guys who I think could really excel and potentially even be an upgrade over Tyus Jones. 
We're going to get to those guys and what they bring to the table. But before we do that, before we do that, let's talk about Rock Auto. See, a lot of you people, you're, you're going out here, you're paying 30%, 40%, or even 100% more for the same parts at a lot of these chain stores or these car dealerships where it gets really expensive. You're paying all these big bucks where you can get a more affordable rate with your cars, whatever you need for your car through Rock Auto. Whatever you need, brake parts, uh, tail lamps, motor oil, something, I mean, a new carpet, uh, whatever you need done to your car, Rock Auto has you covered. It's simple. All you have to do is go to rockauto.com right now and see what parts they have for your needs. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us section? And you get the amazing selections with the reliably low prices. All the parts you will ever need, that's rockauto.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So we're talking about these free agent options for the Memphis Grizzlies. And I want to be clear again here. We are all on the same page. Tyus Jones is priority one. And I'm saying that again because I have to emphasize it because, you know, as the beat writer for the commercial appeal, I have wrote about Tyus Jones' situation a lot. I've actually gotten a couple emails where uh, someone actually said to me, uh, basically, stop writing about the possibility of Tyus Jones leaving because we don't want to hear that. Well, this is reality. This isn't a fantasy land. And I think we are all in agreement. Yes, we, we want to see Tyus Jones back in Memphis. But there is the possibility where Tyus Jones says, I want to be a starting point guard. I think this is a great opportunity. And he takes his talent elsewhere. Memphis has to be prepared for that option. We're preparing you right now on Locked On Grizzlies. And we're going to start off with a guy – who the Grizzlies actually probably could have scooped up in the draft a few years back, and way back, actually, in 2009. Been a solid, steady starting point guard for most of his NBA career, and that's Ricky Rubio. See, Ricky Rubio is, is a wizard with the basketball. You know, he came, he came up as this 15-, 16-year-old guy in Spain that everyone was hearing about, played against Team USA as a teenager in 2008, so played against the Redeem team. Uh you know, drafted in 09, uh, played with the Minnesota Timberwolves in his first seven years in the league, two years in Utah, one year with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the same season the Suns had that 8-0 bubble run. He was the starting point guard. Left Phoenix uh, after the, you know, the Chris Paul trade. He was involved in that trade. Ends up in Cleveland with the Cavaliers and really excels. Well, he goes to Minnesota. He went back to Minnesota first, but he went to Cleveland with the Cavaliers this past season and really excelled before tearing his ACL. But real quick, I'm going to talk about one, why he's a great candidate. Uh, Ricky Rubio is, is not a backup point guard for the most part. Uh, we're talking about a guy in his first 10 seasons, starter. It's 10 years as a starter in the NBA, as a fact, I believe 
if I'm reading this correctly, only 27 games in his first nine in his first 10 seasons. He only did not start in 27 of the games that he played in. He didn't get a full reserve role until he went to Cleveland. Went to the Cavaliers, and it actually was a great situation. Got a reserve role, but if you look at his numbers, and this is where we're going to get into how he fits with the Grizzlies. Great fit. As someone who's watched Ricky Rubio closely, you usually you don't think of a guy like Ricky Rubio because he's not this big, fast, you know, physical specimen of a point guard as a great defender. Ricky Rubio is is not a bad defender. He is more than capable on the defensive end. And as a fact, I'd be willing to bet Ricky Rubio defensively, he has some of the better hands amongst point guards in the NBA. Uh, proof is in the pudding. You look at his numbers, he came into the league. First three years in the NBA, over two steals per game, and he's steadily been over one steal each and every season. The last three seasons, 1.4 steals per game each year. Uh, this guy has great hands. He's a great position defender. He knows how to take charges, and he can run a unit. Uh, came off the bench with the Cavaliers this past season. He was a big reason why. The Cavaliers were one of the best shocking stories early on in the season. They were around the number three seed. Uh, for a large part of that season, as Ricky Rubio, who played in 34 games, only eight starts. He played 28 and a half minutes per game. Going to go over some of his numbers. Averaged 13 points, 6.6 assists, four rebounds, 1.4 assists coming off the bench. Coming off the bench, those were his numbers. Now, okay, yeah, 28 minutes per game coming off the bench. That's basically a glorified six starter. Yes, I do agree. But – if the Grizzlies can get their hands on Ricky Rubio, I think you deal with the fact that he tore his ACL in December, I believe it was. Yes, he tore his ACL in December. The question is, when does he come back? Whenever Ricky Rubio comes back, I mean, there's no doubt about it. You're going to get a veteran, a savvy veteran. He's probably going to potentially maybe miss a month or two in the season, maybe even three months. You, you can't really predict how ACL injuries are for certain players, but I think the way he plays, you know, he doesn't, overly rely on jumping and cutting past guys and things like that. He's a steady point guard with a great ball handle. I think this is a guy who you should prioritize as a candidate to come to Memphis. His shooting over the course of his career, because a lot of people say, oh, he can't shoot the basketball. Shooting over the course of his career has gotten a lot better, and the Grizzlies have prioritized shooting on that second unit. We mentioned David Roddy, Jake LaRavia, two guys who shot over 38%. In college from three-point range, even Vince Williams drafted in the second round shot over 38% in college from three-point range. The Grizzlies are prioritizing adding shooting. That bench unit will be loaded with shooting. Zaire Williams shot 36% from three from February and on. He's going to be an even better three-point shooter coming up next season. Ricky Rubio will be surrounded by shooting. He'll have a lob threat potentially in Brandon Clark. Uh, he was really a big part of Carl Anthony Towns and DeAndre Aiden having really big seasons in recent years because of the way he feeds those guys the basketball. Ricky Rubio should be option one. But another great option that we want to talk about, too, is Dennis Schroeder. So the thing with Dennis Schroeder is, uh, was it, what, three seasons ago, this guy finished top three in the six-man-of-the-year voting. And all he did after that season was go to the Lakers, become a starter, and he was a huge part of that Lakers team. That actually was really good. But, you know, injuries to Anthony Davis and LeBron James throughout that season kind of hampered them 
and they lost in the first round against the Phoenix Suns. But he went to the Lakers, was actually pretty good over there. And then this past season, played with the Boston Celtics early on in this season. They, they figured it wasn't working out, you know, having him as the point guard. Traded him to Houston, and he went finished the season in Houston. Played only 15 games, but averaged 11 points per game. Dennis Schroeder, for one, he's a scorer. This is one of the quickest, one of the fastest point guards in the NBA. What do the Grizzlies like to do? The Grizzlies like to push the pace. Dennis Schroeder is one of the best at doing that. He's going to push the pace. Uh, he's a willing passer as well, usually around five, six assists per game throughout the course of his career. And I like him defensively. Not this greatly overbearing defender, but he's one of the peskiest guys when it comes to getting in your pocket. He's not going to create a lot of steals and things like that. But he knows how to really just work guys out. And when I say work guys out, um, I'm talking about to the point where if you watch that series where it was the Suns, the Lakers, when he was with the Lakers, that playoff series, uh, he's pressuring Chris Paul full court to the point Chris Paul is passing the ball to other guards before he even makes it to half court. And that's taking the Suns out of their offense. And that's taking other teams out of the offense when he does that. He actually did it against Ja Morant some this team. And he did it He did it some against Tyus Jones when they played against the Houston Rockets uh, earlier this season. He did it against Tyus Jones. It wasn't, I don't think John Morant played that game, but he did it against Tyus Jones uh, in March when they played the Houston Rockets. And Dennis Schroeder, pesky guy, uh, over the course of his career, always been a great scorer, over 14 points per game throughout the course of his career. He, he has the experience coming off the bench. Again, two seasons ago, 2019-2020, Six-man-of-the-year candidate, top three in the NBA. Uh, you add him to Memphis, you get a bigger scoring bunch. Uh, not a big guard in any way, but Tyus Jones wasn't either. But Dennis Schroeder has a lot of experience playing off the ball. He excelled in the off-the-ball role at times playing with OKC when they ran those three-guard lineups with Shy, Chris Paul, Shy Gilchrist-Alexander, that is, Chris Paul, and Dennis Schroeder, and also playing with LeBron James in L.A. You're going to play off the ball a lot. And he excelled. In each of those roles, so Dennis Schroeder, Ricky Rubio, I think are two really good candidates out there. There's three more names we're going to mention, three more names. Uh, you know, in a couple of these guys, you're going to be very familiar with. As a matter of fact, you're going to be familiar with all three. All three guys have been around the NBA for a while, have experience. We're going to talk about those guys coming up next. But before we get to that, I want to talk to you about Bet Online. Bet Online, you should know by now, Locked On Grizzlies followers, this is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. How Betting Online helps me? Well, I'm a big baseball fan. I'm a big Atlanta Braves fan at that. Uh, Bet Online is how you get your sourcing in terms of who's expected to perform well. And Bet Online is your continued source. That's where you get your wagering information. And we're talking live betting talking esports talking even more than that because i've talked about using it for baseball well you use bet online for mma we got boxing you got golf just head over to the website today betonline.net use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action because bet online is where the game starts the NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. 
Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So we got three more guards to talk about here. And the first two, as I said, clear upgrades. Uh, and I, I, I won't say clear upgrades. Let's say they will keep the ball rolling. These next three guys, uh, you would have to be hopeful in a way. There's some boom potential, but there's also some bust potential. First three, first two guys, I think if the Grizzlies get Dennis Schroeder or Ricky Rubio, you know exactly what you're getting, and the second unit still could be one of the better second units in the NBA. We'll say that. But the first guy that I want to mention in terms of a guy who – has been a steady point guard in the NBA, and he's played, you know, steady off the ball as well, is Goran Dragic. See, Goran Dragic, if you just watched last season, you're saying, oh, he's washed. That's How's he going to fit on the Grizzlies? He's washed. You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Let me tell you why. Because take last season out of the equation, 21 2021, 22. And yes, I know he's 36, but take that out of the equation. You're talking about a guy who averaged over 13 points per game for the all the way since 2011, 2012. This guy is a bucket. And on top of that, he's played on and off the ball, which is a big bonus, as we talked about in Memphis. I think with this next backup point guard role. The Grizzlies should target someone who they can play with and without John Morant on the floor. Goran Dragic, as good as any of these candidates, as we mentioned, Dennis Shorter, Ricky Rubio, this is a guy who has a lot of experience playing off the ball, and he's excelled in those situations. 27-2018, this is a guy who was an all-star. So we're talking four years ago. All-star with the Miami Heat. He actually was a big part, huge part of the Miami Heat team that made the NBA Finals. Uh, couple years ago actually in in the in the nba's bubble so you may be saying oh he's washed well last season let's go let's go through it what happened with goran Dragic last season well he was in miami and he was a part of a big trade miami Heat targeted kyle lowry goran Dragic was packaged in that deal and he was clear it's not the first time goran Dragic has been clear about wanting to be traded he was very clear in saying he does not want to play in toronto well, Toronto used him for a couple games out there, but Toronto obviously, you know, ended up answering his request because he didn't want to be there. Ended up trading him. And, well, they ended up letting him go, actually. And he ends up with the Brooklyn Nets. Only played 16 games. So it was kind of, you know, toward the back end of the season. Personally, I think he never got a chance to get in the rhythm. 16 games. And what you saw was seven points a game for Goran Dragic. And that's not up to par with his normal numbers in the league. As I mentioned, you know, in all in these last nine seasons, over 10 points per game before this past year. I think we talk about the boom bust potential here. The boom is obviously you could get one of the better scoring backup guards in the NBA when he's at his best, when he has a full offseason to play with a team. But the bust potential is was no, last season no joke. Also, we mentioned he's requested a trade twice now. He requested a trade, you know, from the Phoenix Suns, and he requested a trade from the Toronto Raptors. It's two. 
So uh, I'm not big on questioning guys' locker room presence because you, you you never know how things are really behind closed doors, but those are red flags in my opinion. Overall, great combo scoring guard. He's big. I think overall giving him six guy who is 6'3", 6'4", a great scoring lefty. He scores off the dribble. He could really facilitate a second unit. He's my number three guy. Number four, we're going to go to one of the smartest players in the NBA, and that's Rajon Rondo. So this is the perfect guy in terms of, I mentioned it earlier, with Kennedy Chandler. If you want Kennedy Chandler to be groomed as your potential backup point guard behind John Morant, say in year two, I think Ray John Rondo is the perfect guy. Sign him to a one-year deal. Say, hey, Rondo, take Kennedy under your wing. Teach him the ropes. And you go from there. Kennedy gets to watch one of the smartest point guards of this generation, an NBA champion, a guy who has proven to make a lot of the teams he goes on better, the Pelicans, uh, the Bulls, uh, the Celtics, all teams, the Lakers, all teams proven to get better with the presence of Ray John Rondo. This is a former Steels champion as well. Uh, very pesky defender. We know he can be too pesky at times, but Ray John Rondo is a guy who, if he's willing to take that role at this age, I believe he's 36 as well, going on the back nine of his career, I think it's a great situation. Actually, I remember earlier this season, and I think it was around December, January, Draymond Green was talking about the smartest players he's played against. And he mentioned these guys. He mentions Ray John Rondo and, and you know, LeBron James and Chris Paul. And then he kind of paused and threw another name in there. That other name was John Morant. It's kind of a younger guy as compared to all those other guys I just mentioned who are all over 30. He threw 22-year-old John Morant in that group. How beneficial would it be for John Morant, who is already considered one of the smarter players in the NBA from Draymond Green, who – I mean, you can say what you want about the guy, but he is a very smart player. How beneficial would it be for John Morant to get to learn behind, uh, not learn behind, but, you know, get to pick the brain of Ray John Rondo over the course of a full season? And with all that being said, you know, those are the mental things. Ray John Rondo can still play basketball. And he, he finished this season with the Cleveland Cavaliers, only played 19 minutes per game. But in those 19 minutes – we saw a guy that averaged over six points and five assists per game. Again, 19 minutes. So that's probably a little bit more than he would be getting backing up John Morant. But 6.5 assists overall. And then we remember all the years, there were the questions about his shooting, his shooting. Uh, Rajon Rondo as a shooter. Rajon Rondo has been a really good shooter in the past two seasons of his career. Actually, with the Cuban Cavaliers in those 20 games, he shot 39.7% from three-point range. You get that shooting from Ray John Rondo along with the passing, along what he can do in terms of helping helping guys become better. I think that's a great one-year deal where the second unit for the Memphis Grizzlies could still flourish at a high level. There's one more guy we're going to throw out there, and that's a guy that used to play with the Grizzlies. And, you know, you're familiar with him. And that's DeLon Wright. So DeLon Wright is more of your, you know, the low-key guy. You know, those are the four guys that I've mentioned so far. You, They're known well on a national level in terms of in the NBA. But DeLon Wright, not that guy in terms of known at that level. But 
Grizzlies fans know all too well, given when given an opportunity, he can ball. He did it in Memphis, right? DeLon Wright played 26 games in Memphis during the 2018-2019 season. All he did was average 12 points, five rebounds, and five assists. That's what you get with DeLon Wright. This is a big body 6'5 guard who can play point guard and shooting guard. So we're talking about guys who can do both, who can play with and without John Morant. Perfect guy here. This is a guy who has proven he can play shooting guard, who has proven he can play on the ball at point guard and excel in either of those situations. Give him the keys. He can be your backup point guard. Then you say, hey, you know, go play alongside John Morant from time to time where John Morant can get off the ball, get some rest on his feet. I think Lon Wright is a sneaky good candidate. The Grizzlies could get him on a cheap contract and, you know, on a veteran deal as well. So you could still hold the fort for Kennedy Chandler. But Lon Wright – we saw him earlier this season. Go back and watch the Grizzlies game against the Atlanta Hawks. If you are unfamiliar, in March, Trey Young, you know, was a was listed as I believe questionable or doubtful for that game. Ended up not playing. It was kind of a buzzkill in the Trey Young versus John Morant thing. But it turned out Delon Wright came out hot in that first quarter, and he also ended that game with five steals. I believe he had 18 points as well. But he had five steals. The Hawks won that game. DeLon Wright was a big reason why. Go go look at that game again. Check it out on YouTube or just go watch the full game if you have access to it. DeLon Wright showed in that game. That was the game where I said, man, if Tyus Jones is unable to come back, that could be a candidate right there. He played really good basketball in that limited role he had behind uh, Trey Young. Again, that's an extremely limited role, kind of similar to one a backup point guard would be getting behind John Morant. But – there is the potential. Match these two guys up on the court together. We've heard, you know, Desmond Bain potentially talk about wanting to do more on the ball so John Morant can be off the ball more. And I think there's more potential to getting John Morant off the ball. You talk about the back cuts. You talk about him just getting out in transition, running the break, and, you know, getting the ball uh, while he's ahead of the defense. I mean, some really scary things could happen for opponents and I think that's a level of John Morant's potential that we haven't seen much of yet but it's there it is there for sure but we appreciate you as always for listening to Locked on Grizzlies now before you go before you go for your second listen make sure you get up to date to the latest news and rumors in the NBA in just 30 minutes Every day you can get that with Locked On NBA. Locked On NBA is your daily NBA update, and you can get it all within 30 minutes. As I mentioned earlier, the thing about Locked On NBA, 30 minutes, you get all of it, and it's free agency time. Uh, We just talked about the draft and all these players. A lot is about to happen with free agency. We mentioned John Ball going to the Clippers potentially, signing there. That's a big move in the Western Conference. The Western Conference is going to shake up a little bit. We'll see where the Grizzlies stack up in the course of that and what the Grizzlies do themselves. But until next time, we're going to talk more about this free agency. We only touched on point guards. So you got to know we're going to break down more positions as well. And we're going to talk about some other things going on around the Memphis Grizzlies too. Summer League is coming up soon. A lot of the players, uh, there are going to be a lot of Grizzlies players on there. I think I projected that seven players who, who could be on the Grizzlies roster next season will be in Summer League. But we appreciate you. Thank you again for listening to Locked On Grizzlies. I am your host, DeMichael Cole, and we'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.